Welcome to the Appalachian Spooky Hour Podcast. Those may include depictions of violence, gore, and other horrors meant for adults. Listener discretion is advised. Hey y'all, I'm Sam and welcome back to the Appalachian Spooky Hour Podcast. Or just welcome if you're new here. I'm glad you're joining us for our fifth episode, which is definitely an interesting one if I do say so myself. Some of you who are interested in such things may have already heard the tale of the witch girl of Pilot's Knob, and perhaps you've even heard of the Watcher himself. Tonight, though, we're going to dig deeper into the story and learn more about the girl, her horrific death, and the things that haunt the Pilot Knob's cemetery. Our story begins in the early 1900s with a young girl named Mary Evelyn Ford and her mother, Rebecca Davis Ford, in Marion County, Kentucky, just outside the boundaries of Appalachia. They lived in a small, rural community where the strange and unusual were not welcomed or wanted. During this period of time, when Mary was five or six years old, the townspeople came to the conclusion that both young Mary and her mother, Rebecca, were practicing witchcraft. I have not found, despite fervently searching, any mention anywhere of just why this rumor began to spread. Was it revenge of some kind? Had Rebecca wronged someone who wished to get back at her in a heinous way? Was it simply hearsay that got out of control? Or was it something else? Before we dig any deeper and start to answer these questions and discuss this more, I just want to thank this episode's sponsor, Cat and Key Books. Cat and Key is a small, independent publisher out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania that is still up and coming. They publish everything from horror to young adult, fantasy and urban fantasy alike. I highly suggest checking them out. They have lots of great up-and-coming books, including several of my own. So if you're so inclined, there'll be a link below, and I hope that you'll check out our wonderful sponsor. But let's get back into the story, because we have a lot to unpack. So was it revenge? Had Rebecca wronged someone? Sadly, those are questions that I simply can't answer. What I do know is this. The townspeople very firmly believed this to be true. Before the case could go to trial and be presented before a jury, a group of folks from the area formed a lynch mob and went after the pair. The two were captured and tied down by the group, and then, without even getting to speak their peace or their truth, they were doused in accelerant and set ablaze. Reportedly, Rebecca begged the mob to spare her young daughter, pleading and screaming in absolute anguish, but her cries fell upon deaf ears. Mary Evelyn died alongside her mother for crimes they were not convicted of and may never have been had they had the chance at a fair trial like they deserved. The mob then supposedly took Rebecca's charred remains far from Marion County, burying her in an unknown and unmarked location. 
they were then set with the task of dealing with young Mary's remains as well. And they decided to bury her in Pilate's Knob. Fearing that the child would return to take revenge upon them, the people took precautions during her burial that are, even to this day, a bit extreme in nature. Mary was buried in a steel-lined grave, her casket covered over with concrete and gravel in place of traditional dirt, and the grave was then fenced in with a white fencing made of interconnecting crosses. Lore dictates that Mary cannot cross the gate to escape her grave site, though she reaches out to make contact with those who dare go near her grave. It's also told that she will lure you inside the fence or just outright pull you inside. If she can't come to you, well, then I suppose she figures she'll bring you to her against your will. There are reports that the concrete barrier that was poured is now warped, as though pushed and manipulated from the inside, and the child-sized footprints will sometimes appear at the gravesite and then subsequently disappear. A few visitors also reported that some of the iron bars of the fence have been bent as though someone is trying to get in or, in the case of Mary, get out. We take these signs that Mary Evelyn still lingers, ready to enact revenge on those who came to ogle her last resting place, despite knowing the terrible way in which she was unjustly murdered. You would think that the witch girl is the scariest thing haunting Pilot Knob's cemetery, but you would be wrong in thinking so. There is something much more sinister lurking, and it is not contained within a neat, white metal fence and concrete. There is an entity known as the Watcher, which is said to linger near Mary Evelyn's grave, pacing the area as it cannot cross the fence to get near her. People reportedly feel anxious or afraid when the Watcher is near, and though no one is there when you look, you feel as though someone is constantly peering over your shoulder or breathing down your neck. Your hair might stand up on end, or you might break out in goosebumps. The only way to make it stop is to leave immediately and get as far from the Watcher as you can. Some believe that the Watcher is the ghost of Rebecca, Mary's mother, still enraged and anguished over the death of her young child. She lingers near the grave, wanting so badly to be with Mary, but unable to reach her inside of her metal and concrete prison cell. Others think that the Watcher is something evil, a nasty presence waiting for Mary to finally be free of her grave so that it can torment her further. Or perhaps it's merely feeding off the negative energy surrounding Mary's demise and the morbid curiosity of those who come to see her grave. In recent years, there have been documents that have disproved the story of Mary Evelyn Ford and what truly happened to her. Online sleuths unearthed Mary's actual death certificate, which cites her cause of death as 
peritonitis, which is basically inflammation of the stomach lining, thus proving that she was not burned at the stake at all, but died of other unfortunate circumstances. Her mother, Rebecca, also appears on the 1920 census, also proving that she was not burned for being a witch. So why then was Mary buried in such a strange and elaborate way? The truth is, I don't know, and I don't think anyone else knows either. A long time ago, perhaps, someone could have answered this question for us, but those folks were long gone from this world, and they took the answer with them to their own graves. Also, why fabricate such story if it wasn't true? Honestly, who says it isn't at least partially true? Perhaps Mary died of sickness, but who is to say that she isn't forever trapped inside of that place? Trapped and begging to be set free. Maybe it isn't the fence keeping her inside, but instead it's the watcher, refusing to let her go, refusing to see her move on to something better that could be waiting for her. There are folks who want to shame the person who may or may not have started the story of Mary and her mother's demise at the hands of a lynch mob. But I think it's wrong to shame folks for such things. When children die, it's a hard thing to accept. And in this case, Mary was also enshrined in a highly unusual way. It isn't hard to see how people could reach the conclusion that they did, given the circumstances. Or perhaps we have the story all wrong. Maybe some poor woman and her daughter truly were burned alive. And over time, the names and dates simply got mixed up. It isn't an impossibility for those times when justice in small rural communities was mostly handled by the people. And at times could be rather cruel and without any regard for actual law. If that is the case, who were those two souls and where are they buried? If, of course, they were buried at all, mountain justice could be dismal. It's hard to know if they would have given them a quote-unquote Christian burial, if they were thought to be in leagues with the devil himself. Whatever you believe in this case, that Mary Evelyn was burned at the stake or died a more natural sort of death, there's one thing folks can agree on. There's something sinister in Pilate's Knob Cemetery. You can feel it watching you, especially near Mary's grave, and it's not a pleasant feeling. Whatever the watcher is, it does not want you there. And you'd be wise to heed your gut feelings and get out as quickly as you can. If, of course, you even venture there at all. That's all for now, Spookies, and I hope you'll tune in next time for the story of the Moon-Eyed People. I'm going to have one to two more episodes in the month of September. And then in October, I hope to have an episode a week in honor of spooky season. I also have a horror novel coming out in October called Autumn People. And I'll talk more about that in one of the future episodes. 
I will be venturing a little outside of Appalachia for one of my October episodes. I'm, I'm going to record it on location in British Columbia. So I hope that you're interested in a non-Appalachian-related spooky story. And uh, I know for sure another episode is going to be about the either the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, Penhurst, or Eastern State. I haven't definitively picked yet, but until then, sweet dreams. <laughs>